Hi guys, uh, before we start the interview with Hunter, uh, just a quick piece of news. We've got our first merchandise. My friend Max Scoville drew my beautiful face and now you can wear it around on your torso on a t-shirt or other uh, item of apparel. You can find it at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Jared Petty on the Pockets Full of Soup Facebook group or on Twitter or on pocketsfullofsoup.com. There are links on all those places to the shirt. I think it's adorable. I mean, as adorable as I get when rendered in a cartoonish manga type face. Uh, the words underneath, by the way, say Tamago Sensei. That means egg teacher or something like Dr. Egg uh, in uh, Japanese, which is what my little students, uh, the younger ones, called me in Japan uh, because I was bald and my head looks like a giant egg. Anyway, uh, it's another way to support the show. Uh, thank you very much for watching, listening, subscribing, and all the rest. And by the way, your subscriptions do really help. And you can always support us on patreon.com slash Jared Petty. Now the interview with Major League Baseball player, and world champion, Hunter Pence. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Pockets Full of Soup, the storytelling show. I'm your host, Jared Petty, joined today by a very special guest, two-time World Series champion. That's right. Hunter Pence. Thank you, Jared. I appreciate the, the big intro. Very special guest. I feel very special. Oh, Thank yeah. You. you are very special. You've uh, you've been a, a, a strange and wonderful presence in my life for a couple of years now, and it, it really means a lot that you will do this. Thank you for coming on the show. I like that. I like that. Uh, strange and wonderful. Yeah, I'll absolutely. Take it. I'll take it. You know, some people say that's the way I play baseball. Very strange, yet somehow maybe wonderful. I've heard some strange and wonderful things about you. I mean, I've, I've watched you play, and you have, you know, the, no flattery here. You're a world-class talent. I mean, you're an all-star. You're, you're one of the very best people on the planet Earth at what you do. But there's some there's some strangeness about you that we've heard stories about before. Uh, what do people say strange about you, Hunter? Uh, well, I'm, I guess awkward and strange are kind of in a similar similar vicinity. No, uh, what's just awkward? The, the, the way I run, the way I play, the way just you know, I'm just awkward. I'm just a little bit different. And the way I swing, or? my swing is known as awkward. I'm gangly. Yeah. You know, I'm just not flexible. I'm, you know, it's just I'm just awkward. Well, yet you are flexible. I mean, I, I've seen you perform incredible feats of acrobatics on the field. And yeah, uh, but I'm not really flexible. I'm just, you know, uh, I'm I'm strong and I'm fast. I definitely have those two things going for me. But flexibility, I I work on it a lot. But it's just not, uh, it's not something I was blessed with. Who's the most flexible uh, athlete you know? Um, you know, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be some of those gymnasts or whatever. But the most flexible athlete on uh, on our baseball team is Bumgarner. Okay, it's like kind of weird because he's um he's the strongest and he's the most flexible he's just a, a crazy crazy athlete so this is madison bumgarner right? yeah madison okay. bumgarner so if madison bumgarner and i are from the same town in north carolina he's he went to south caldwell i believe i went to ford which is uh about 10 miles 20 miles down the road that's crazy yeah. i had no idea yeah uh, we, we've never met but we're from the same area yeah. all right so he's, the, he's very they're very country out there yes they are and we are we yeah. are very country. You're very there. country, yeah. I, and, I grew uh, up on a farm uh, or a, a large plot of land. No less than two times there were shootouts in my yard. Uh, there, strange things happen out there. Hey, there's that <laughs> word coming back to us. Strange things where you're from and, uh, you know, strange and wonderful guest. Absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 you have a reputation for... You know, one of the most uh, public stories is your inspirational speeches. People talk about that a lot. I hope I'm not embarrassing you. No, um, no, no. That's very you're, – you're humbling me. It's like it's like uh, I feel – you know, I don't – like egotistical or something would be the word. I don't want to, you know, like boast about anything like that. But, um, yeah, you know, ins inspirational speeches is something, I guess, that or, – or being a speaker has been something that I've done from time to time back in the day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, but you can – 
it doesn't matter what you say if, if you don't have like a great group around you that will listen, that will buy in. You could you could say the most amazing words, and if nobody you know listens or or does any action, then uh, it, it you know it doesn't really amount for anything. So really, I'm surrounded by wonderful people. That's the biggest strength, and uh, you know the biggest strength as a baseball player that you could ever have is like who you're you know unity, team unity. Well, you're in the right place. This is a show about other people. I mean, you're our guest tonight, but you're here to talk about. Uh, Pockets Full of Soup is all about kind of a grounded positivity. We're, we're trying to do, uh, to sh- tell the stories of how other people help each other. So, I mean, you you're a you're a professional athlete. You're a celebrity, but your life's been formed and touched by all kinds of people, and that's what we're going to focus on this evening. So, I'm going to ask you in that spirit the the same first question I start every show with, Hunter. Uh, tell us about somebody. Tell me about somebody you're thankful for. Ah, well, you know, we just finished up with Thanksgiving and uh, it was a great Thanksgiving. So this is a good time to be thankful. Absolutely. Yes, it was a great Thanksgiving. And um, you know what? It's no better person to be thankful for than I just got married two days after Thanksgiving. Um, My wonderful now wife, Alexis. Now, Alexis has been a guest on this show before, uh, and yet she is wonderful. Uh, and here's here's the ring. Are you going to oh, show it off here? Yeah, it, there's, the, there's the ring. It's the wedding band. Does it feel weird on your hand? Um, you know what? It's, I'm already starting to get used to it. When I first was wearing it, it was like kind of hurting like the bone of my finger, but mm-hmm. I guess it's just getting tougher. Um, but... I don't like doing like any athletics or training. I take it off for that. Yeah. But I actually really like putting it on. I like wearing it. It it feels really good, and it's just you know what it symbolizes, and uh, my love for Alexis. I I enjoy wearing it. Yeah. What does it symbolize to you? What, what does it feel like to you? You know, it, it just it, it symbolizes. You know, I guess I should know exactly what it symbolizes because I'm pretty sure it does symbolize something. But to me, you know, I have etched in the inside eternal love, oh. and it's like it's like you've made a commitment before. Um, you know, I don't want to preach religion or anything, but you've made a commitment before God or the universe or whatever it is. Um, you know, you made an invisible pact mm-hmm. of, of love that we're two flesh become one and, and not just our flesh, but our, our soul and our spirit. So, um, you know, I'm no longer just me. It's, it's now me and Alexis and it's the, the symbolism of our family and our unity and our love and our loyalty and our faith and all of those things. So you feel a oneness with yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's, uh, let's tr- turn the time machine on, set the way back machine and find out how did you come to feel a oneness with another person? Cause it's a big deal. You're like, Hey, I'm a human being. And there's this other human being out there that I feel so close to that. I want to be a part of them and I want them to be a part of me. Am I, under, am I expressing correctly what you said? Um, somewhat. Okay. Yeah. Please correct me then. No, that, that, that's pretty good. I mean, when I say the oneness, it's just like, um, I'm not living for myself anymore. Hmm. You know, it's not just, you know, what's in it for me. It's, uh, you know, I have to at all times be, you know, making sure that I'm providing, making sure she's taken care of. I can't just, you know, go do whatever I, I want, so to speak anymore. I have mm-hmm. to always make sure that, uh, you know, she's on my mind and she's with me no matter where I go. So, uh, for instance, like we can just give like a simple thing. Um, if I'm to come upon hard times, I know that she will be there to support me and to lift me up. And if I'm to go out to eat or something and I'm coming home and she has been working all day, I have to make sure that I get food for her. These are, you know, there's very many wide ranges of being <laughs> one. Um, there's that, that spiritual support. Uh, if same with if she has a hard time, like being there for him, no matter what through thick and thin, I think, you know, this, you've been married for quite a while and you've been through, you've been through a lot. I've been through a few things. Uh, we've been married for 15 years. Uh, it, I had a really cool thing happen uh, just, just this last year where I realized uh, we found the day that Angie and I met, like the date. 
And we had a celebration for the day that we'd known each other longer than we hadn't. Like there was this turnover in our lives where before that I'd known her less and afterward I'll always have known her more. And that we had that day and it was a, a beautiful celebration. I think we called it our relational equinox, um, uh, which was the day we'd known each other about uh, just over 18 years. And it was, it was a really cool thing. Um, wow, that is awesome. Now, for for the rest of my life, I'll have known her longer than I didn't. Yeah. And it's really fun. And I, you smile. And the way you even talk about that just goes to show that you understand the oneness. I, I do. And it's in, wow, that's very, oh, you turned it around here. But yeah, <laughs> I, I do to a degree. I, I mean, you're always learning. The, the yeah, thing is, true. you know, I, I knew what it meant when I started. And you know what it means right now. And it's very real. And then five years later, 10 years later, because people change it's going to still be partially the same. And because you're both becoming different people through the course of your lives, that meaning is going to change with it. Like it, the root is still there, but you grow ways you never expected. And that ring comes to mean something. It, listen, now I sound preachy. Uh, it does come to mean something different and in a way I think even more beautiful than what happens at the beginning. Um, Mm-hmm. And and so it, I, I'm not not to throw that you way. under the bus. So and I was like, "Where's your ring at? Okay, is so that the, like the longer time you have, the more <laughs> easy going it gets?" Very soon after we got married, I was moving of all things an arcade video game machine, and it mm-hmm. fell while we were moving it through a doorway, and it caught my finger between the door frame and that corner of that machine, and the ring caught it perfectly. My finger would have been broken uh, if not severed. By the way, that thing fell. It was so heavy. My ring caught it, and I squeezed my finger out, and the ring, like, crushed. What? This is insane. Yes. What the yeah. heck? So the ring got kind of flattened, and I just never really bothered to fix it. And uh... I worked in IT at the time, so I always had to take it off anyway to work inside computers because you can short it out. And my wife's a gracious person. She's like, you never liked it. You don't have to wear it. And so, actually, I never have. So there's a there long story. Go. I'm supposed to be asking you questions. There I'm sorry, you go. Yeah, but we got a good, really good story. First <laughs> of all, this ring saved your finger, yeah. and you just gave up on it. I'm a little bit hurt. Uh, I did. I did kind of give up on the ring after it saved but my But it is finger. a great story. It well, is a great story. Thank you, Hunter. Thank you very much. I, so uh, what about yours? Where'd you, how'd you guys pick it up? Um, she took me to the jeweler and just asked me what I wanted and mm-hmm. I just wanted something basic. I, I thought that I was going to want a gold band, but I just don't feel like, cause like to me, gold is like the most norm, mm-hmm. but I just didn't think it looked as good with my skin color and I've never really wear, worn gold. So, um, this is just, you know, I want something simple, easy and, uh, you know, I feel good with it. Oh, it's, it's a lovely ring. What about Alexis's? What's it like? Hers is, you know, she was kind of like, um, like you, you know, she knew exactly what she wanted. She had an idea. Um, and you know, it's oval. It's like oval and, uh, it's, it's a nice ring. I don't know exactly how to describe rings. Cause that's not like, like for instance, like me, I just like whatever. And she, you know, how girls are with rings and stuff. She was like, knew exactly what she wanted and gave me like pictures, like through the grapevine, I found pictures of what she wanted and I went and picked hers out. Okay. So I did all of that and I had like advice from all of her friends. So that's how hers came about. All right. So you got advice. You were able to pick it out and, and you did well, it sounds like. I mean, she, she married She's you, happy. So. Yeah. She said yes. She's happy with it. She likes it. That's marvelous. But yeah. It's, so uh, we've talked a lot about rings. We've talked some about marriage. Let's talk for a moment about this person you were thankful for. Um, this person that you've decided to spend every day for the rest of your life with. Uh, yeah. What is it about this particular woman on a planet of, of billions and 
billions of other people. What is it about this human being that makes you want to be with them forever? Um, there's a lot. And uh, it doesn't just come to one thing. And, you know, it's – my sister said something really cool at the wedding. when, And it's true. And I know this without her saying it, but I think it sums it up. Like when she was, when she was you know, uh, wrapping up her speech, she said, I stayed with them for, you know, two weeks after she had her shoulder surgery. And she said, every night I went to bed, it was to them two laughing. And every morning I woke up, it was to them two laughing. And, you know, we're always laughing. Every day is a good day. It's like, you know, we, we, we joke that it's a slumber party every night because we're just like having fun, like, and, and creating. And she's very creative. She's, um, you know, she's just, she's transformed my whole life. And, and another really great thing. And, and, and I don't want to be one to say, um, you know, like me and Alexis, yeah, we're married and, and we are one, but it's like, I don't need her for my happiness. My happiness comes from within, mm-hmm. um, you know, that first, and then I'm able to actually be of, you know, value to her. Hmm. So, um, does she feel the she, same way about you? I hope so. Yeah. I think so. You know, it's like, it's like a bonus. Like, and so she's like this huge <laughs> gift on top of that, of just wonderful happiness and just a good time. And there's no one else I would rather like, we just, we totally understand and, and get everything. And there was actually a moment and this is actually a cool story where I was like, I knew she was the one. Okay. Please tell it. Yeah. And, uh, it was like, we had smash brothers had just come out mm-hmm. and you know, me and Alexis both love Smash. We're just into all of the same things and everything. Like I met I said, you at a, at a Smash Brothers game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You were sleeping. Yeah, I was asleep. <laughs> we'll tell that story later. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, something to that to regards. Yeah, it was we'll like the IGN later. party. I, yeah. But uh, so it was like it had just come out. And we had just bought it, and we um, we were I don't know. We just were playing with, and it was like Thanksgiving time, like three years ago, and we were with her family, and uh, Erica was. I think it's her cousin cousin yeah i think it's her cousin erica and we played for like eight hours with erica okay like and then when she left it was like two in the morning we stayed up till four like four thirty in the morning and like our faces were like couldn't move we weren't hardly even able functionally to hit the buttons properly <laughs> but we were just having so much fun like we weren't doing any damage to anyone we had just learned how to play online okay and and like I was just like, this is so fun. I'm like with my best friend and like the love of my life. I was like, she's definitely the one. So through Smash Brothers, you found love. It wasn't just because of Smash Brothers. <laughs> it was it was the dedication yeah. to play till 430. It was like we both yeah. get into things. And it was just like the camaraderie and like the friendship of so it So it was all. her passion for it, for, for what was happening around her, being with the friends, being It's there. just fun. Like yeah. the word, like it's it's simple, but it's like we just have fun. No, that's huge. Whether it's Smash Brothers or whether it's movies or whether it's foosball or whether it's reading or, you know, whatever the case. It, it could be anything. It could be board games. But yeah. we just have board fun. Games together? Oh, we play a lot of board games. What do you play? Um, we play obviously Catan. Okay. Uh, we played Clue the other day. We play Citadels. Um, I want to get there was a game called like Stone Age that mm. I played one time that I want to play. I want to introduce her to. Okay. She got really into Catan though. Really? Yeah. Are you a Catan guy? Oh yeah. Oh no, kid! I didn't know that. Are you a Catan guy? I am absolutely. I a just Catan found. Guy. I just found out though that you play Magic. Oh, I I love Magic. Like that's like the game of all games. Yeah, yeah. Magic: The Gathering is one of the most elegant games ever designed by human beings. It's a mathematical. It, it, it's it's brilliant. Imagination like. 
yeah. creativity, like, yeah. Well, Richard Garfield, the original designer, was a mathematician. And you can tell. And, and they put so much work into R&D. Now we're nerding out on magic. But yeah, they put so much yeah. work into R&D on it. And, and everything's so thoughtfully put together. And even when they make a misstep, they're very good about correcting that down the road. And it's, oh, I, how long have you been playing? You know what? Um, like, I want to get back to Alexis here, but I got to finish. I'll, I'll, I'll say I, I started when I was 12-ish. Okay. Ish. I had to like burn my cards because they were evil, according to my parents. And oh, then, please tell this story. That was basically it. I just really? had they offered me a VCR for to get rid of my magic cards, and I really didn't have any other option because okay. they were making me get rid of them. So I was like, sure, I'll take a VCR. Okay, I don't want to get rid of my magic cards. Well, uh, I played Hearthstone for a while, and I, I really, I still play Hearthstone. I like Hearthstone. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden. Uh, my buddy's like, Hey, you should, I didn't even know they were still had magic cards. And he, uh, you know, bought me a couple packs. We did a draft, a sealed draft and I was hooked. Oh, no kidding. So yeah. You're back into it. But let's get back to like, what made me decide Alexis? Yes. Yes. Because so like some more, the gathering, let's talk about the woman. Yeah. You love. Some more beautiful <laughs> and who I'm grateful for. Some more beautiful, <laughs> beautiful things is like, um, you know, like she has this joy of life and this way of, accepting people and mm-hmm. loving people that's like so strong where okay. like she's helped me where you know I'm the happiest I've ever been because of her and like a lot of my friends tell me that which is really cool but like she allowed me to be like hey it's okay for me to just be myself to you know to talk about playing magic or to talk about what I like and not you know be afraid of who I am and like hide that from the public because I am kind of in the public eye so to speak right. And and the more that she showed me that it's okay to be myself and to, you know, to share that with the world, the more fun life has become. The more people actually enjoy that. What what about what about you? Did she quickly accept that you were surprised she would accept? What what things that exist within you that make you feel maybe more difficult to talk about? Did she accept that that, that surprised you? Really, it's been everything. Yeah? She accepts anything and everything with everyone. You know, yeah. like. And that's, I've always been like accepting of everyone except for myself, Mm. you know, like I accept everyone else, but it's like, I had this like perfectionism standard of myself and you know, like every one of our, when we first started dating or whatever, every one of all of our time, we were just laughing and so excited and like, you know, like couldn't spend enough time together. And it's still that way. Like we, we spend all of our time, all of our free time together. And it's never like, Oh, I got to get away from her, you Mm -hmm. know, which everyone needs some free time. It's just a, it's just, she's just, yeah, everything. What, um, can you tell me it, if you can, um, what's been a more difficult time that Alexis has been able to help you a time when you really needed somebody that understood you to your core and she was able to be there? You know, to be honest, um, there's, there's times I get down, but fortunately I've just always been really happy. Yeah. I'm just a happy, positive person by nature. <laughs> okay. I'm always like, you know what? I'm just going to get, you know, I'm going to find a way to get it done. I'm going to keep moving. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, so that hasn't ever been, but there's been definitely down times where she cheers me up. Like we'll say, for instance, this year when we lost in the playoffs yeah. uh, or injuries and stuff, which injuries I'm, I'm usually, I handle those like, okay, I'm going to get through this. Let's get to work. Like I'm, I'm going to start getting my mind to healing. Uh, when you lose and end the season, that's a different that that's tough, and uh, that was like it was like taking the worst breakup ever. You know, mm-hmm. you're just like you can't believe it happened, especially the way it happened this year. And you know what? She just uh, is there, like softly and slowly, and just like let's you know, let's have some fun, let's move, let's get outside, let's go for walks, let's buy a book, let's read. So 
those sorts of things. So she knows how to coax you out of those those moments and, and bring you back to the happy dude you are? But she didn't really tr- try to coax me out yeah. of it. She just allowed me to be. But I, I'm yeah. never like in the dumps, like depressed. It was just like a gut shot. Like, like yeah. It sounds like, like you guys kind of give each other a lot of, like you're around each other a lot, but it sounds like you have a lot of space. Is, yeah, you're allowed, we're, we're very allowing, I guess is a good word for it. What's it, um, what's it like for you? You're, you're a public figure. You're a celebrity. Um, what's, what was dating like as, as a celebrity in a city where your face is literally plastered on the sides of buses and billboards? And then you guys want to be able to go and enjoy things together. How does that work? See, here's another great strength about Alexis. Something else I'm grateful for about her is that, you know, she like loves social media. She loves the camera. She loves, uh, you know, like, like using that for good and using that to like, you know, bring joy to people. So, mm-hmm. um, we make it, we, we make it, you know, it's not a big deal. And, uh, we just try to have fun with everyone. Like, you know, show them love and like be, be appreciative of, of that love of the city of the excitement, because that's not going to last forever. You know, no matter who you are, you know, you have your time and especially in sports, there's only a finite amount of time that you can play sports. So, you know, um, she, we try to make the best of it, uh, and it is—it's actually something that we're very grateful for and appreciate and have fun with, and we just, you know, be easy about it because it's—it's not that big a deal. I like what you said there. You, you mentioned that finite amount of time and the fact that you guys understand how that works. I'm sure, as a married couple, you, you've talked about your future. What does what does the post-athletic future of Alexis and Hunter, the couple, look like? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you can't, you can't ever tell. I think, right. uh, the winds will blow us the way that we're supposed to go, hopefully. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll figure out what it is that we want to do, but, uh, you know, we're fortunate that we get to just, you know, chase things that are fun right now. And like, you know, it's fun to talk to you. It's fun to do podcasts. We like the video. Alexis loves video. Mm-hmm. I love video games like you. <laughs> I love board games. I love magic. So I get to, luckily I get to meet a lot of people because of what I do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our, there's lots of opportunities. Also, another thing that me and Alexis both love is coffee. We're oh. big, 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 big coffee uh, drinkers. And uh, we have a good friend who owns a lot of coffee shops, a coffee roastery. And uh, we're kind of delving into that a little bit. But cool. who knows? Who really knows? When you say delving, I mean, are you talking like, are you opening a business? Or? Yeah, we're opening up a, a shop. Oh, no kidding. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Can you talk about it yet? or? Uh, I believe so. I don't think, I mean, it's, it's going to be in Houston. Okay. And, uh, yeah, everything's rocking and rolling. It's called Coral Sword. Okay. It's going to be a board game. You know about the Coral, Coral Sword? Sword. That's the, well, Final Fantasy 1 has the Coral Sword. Yeah, Is that where you got it's a it Final Fantasy ah! reference. Only for those in the know. All right. That's beautiful. So Coral Sword. You're like the first person I've told Coral Sword that actually knew where it was from. I've played Final Fantasy 1 through probably six or seven times. Okay. Uh, I, I love Final Fantasy. Uh, so yeah, Coral Sword in Houston, you're opening a coffee shop. Congratulations. To both yeah, of you. it's going to be coffee, board games. Uh, we're going to have projectors that can come down to run like Smash tournaments, Overwatch tournaments. We're going to have a podcast booth. Wow. Uh, uh, sounds kind of like the Cloak and Blaster in Orlando. Is that uh, what it is? Uh, well, there's a, there's a pub in Orlando called the Cloak and Blaster that's kind of the same kind it's, of setup. It's, uh, it's going to have a bar as well. Oh, no kidding. So we'll have hopefully magic tournaments, Catan tournaments, Smash tournaments. Uh, who knows what it's going to turn into, but um, and it's also got comics. We're going to sell comics. This sounds amazing. What's it open? Uh, it's oh well, I actually was just talking to David right before we're here, um, and he's saying, you know, it's all under works right now, so... 
maybe around February. I'm not certain of a time, but congratulations to somewhere to in that range. Thank you. Now I got another one for you. I'm going to ask you. I've been we've been all over, and I hope that's all right. I kind of jump around here. Sometimes yeah, no, in the interviews, but this is perfect. What? Um, tell me something about Alexis that drives you crazy. Something. Something just like ah, and and I don't mean in a malevolent way, but I've been married long enough to know there are things about our our significant others that we have to learn to adapt to. Um, what's something about Alexis that you were kind of like, huh? I didn't see that coming. There's really not much. Really? Yeah, no, she's no. pretty She's pretty fun at all times. I mean, she is OCD clean, so, like, I have to, like, but she, it's kind of like, um, it, it's a blessing and a curse, but it's mainly a blessing. She enjoys she, cleanliness? It's, oh, yeah. And uh, it's kind of leaked into me mm-hmm. where now I, like, when we first started dating, it was like, okay, I have to be on top of my game. But now um, it's, like, leaked into me where it's like, I don't feel right until everything's in order. Huh. Okay. So, and I, and I've just gotten accustomed to that. So it's fun. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more cleanly and, um, you know, I didn't have like furniture when we first started dating and like, yeah, you mentioned something about that earlier before the, before the interview started, you didn't have furniture in your home. No, no. Like how did, where did you sleep? I mean, I had like a couch and like a table and like a bed. I had like that, that. like no plates, no dishes, no, it wasn't a house. Like I just sat at my computer and slept in my bed. I didn't even watch TV. Okay. So So it was like the only two places I would really be. Just be on the computer playing games or. Yeah. Computer playing games. Go to sleep. And that was that. What about when you had friends over? Did you just go over to somebody else's house at that point? Yeah. I really didn't have that much company whenever, you know, before I I met Alexis. So I didn't host parties. She's a, she's a party hoster. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's not too many times that I come home and the, the place is empty. It's always like people are here all the time and it's Alexis. Well, it's a beautiful home. I mean, it's an extraordinary place. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank it, you. I can, it, it feels very much like the two of you. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's very much. What, the, how about, let me, re- so there's nothing that drives you particularly crazy about her. Anything about you that drives her nuts? Oh, a lot. Okay. Pretty let's talk everything. about that for a minute. <laughs> oh man. I think you got to bring her out here for that. All right. Um, yeah, I think she would have to tell that. There is a – I don't know if I want to tell this story on, on air, but there's a story that I've been telling everyone about our first night of marriage. and uh, Oh, now, now you're enticing me. I, I hope you'll tell it on air. I can't blow I – can't, I can't put throw her under the bus like that. No. But uh, I can't because it we... doesn't bother me. It's actually – it's totally cool. But I I think I think you'd have to ask her what, uh, what irks her about me. I think – she says that it, we had, we did a video on let's get Lexi about things that bother us about each other. And like one of mine was like, leave water bottles everywhere. Oh, she does steal all of my chargers. Like no matter where I plug in my like iPhone charger, uh-huh. she always just, it's like she takes it and moves it elsewhere. And I don't know where the heck it is. Like, why does she do that? I don't know. She has her own chargers. We, <laughs> we used to have like 10 chargers and she would have all of them. And now we have like, we're down to like our last chargers. I mean, you know, how they like, we, they we do travel, vanish, don't they? We travel so much, they vanish. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're on the road, what, ha- over half the year? Right? Yeah. Or about We're half always year. on the move. So, what's, how's that in a relationship? The fact that you're constantly traveling, how, how has that affected the two of you? Um, you know, it's harder on Alexis and me because that's been my life for forever. And uh, it's definitely something she has to adapt to and definitely, definitely something that's tough for her. So, you know, actually, tomorrow we're leaving for New Jersey to go to Joe Panic's wedding. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, and then we're going to be headed to Houston, and 
you know, we had our wedding here in San Francisco, and then we're going to New Jersey, and then we're headed to Houston to mm-hmm. l- start our off season. That's our where we live in the off season. Then we'll go to Arizona, then you know, on now, and on and on. Are you from Houston or Fort Worth? I can't remember. Uh, I was born in Fort Worth, but I live in Houston. I live in Houston, so Houston's home. Okay, I like Houston. You like Houston? Yeah. You. I just had a, a conversation right before coming here with a dedicated Houstonite. That was uh, Houstonian. Uh, Houstonian. My apologies. Ooh, you know. Houstonian. Uh, a uh, uh, one of the folks at IGN, uh, Ginger, was talking about. There's an amazing arcade in Houston, apparently. Oh, uh, really? I don't even know of this. Yeah, like oh. like a Dave and Buster's or what kind of no, arcade? No, it's it's like a it's a it's an arcade showroom where they restore machines oh, and twice a month they open by, it up. I think I know. I need to go stop by that place. It's uh, I think it's by the the baseball stadium. Yeah, she said you can get a wristband and go in and play all night a couple of times a month, and that it's just really great. Uh, so you guys all have to go down there. Maybe I do. I need to check that out. Sounds like a sounds like a a, a lovely date. So we jumped all over. Let me ask you a specific story here. Um, I've heard this before, but I don't think our, our listeners necessarily have. Tell me about meeting this extraordinary woman and how that all came together. <laughs> Do you, you know the story about this, I, don't I you? I know it. Yeah, this is more for our, for our guests. Okay. So I was, it was like MLB The Show was, uh, you know, they were doing their launch and it was the beginning of the season and the Dodgers were in town. And uh, I had gotten offered to uh, go and play Yasiel Puig in MLB The Show at IGN. Okay. And Alexis was a producer at IGN at the time. I think that's what she was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, a producer or I, – I do not remember her title. Person who tells us all where to go and what to do. That yeah. was her job. Yeah. So, yeah. She's, she's really good at and that. She is really good at that. <laughs> I, I call myself her minion. I'm the minion and she's the boss. And she's yeah. just like bosses everything I think everything production around. coordinator is what they call yeah. it now. I can't remember. Something like that. So she was helping produce the show or coordinate the show. And she was like – and at IGN, she was like putting makeup on us and like – you know, setting everything up and running us all around the this studio. And she was saying she heard that I was a gamer. And I was like, yeah, I love fighting games. And I got to play it. She offered me to, to play their gaming expert, Destin Ligari, and Injustice. I, I, did you just do gaming expert? Destin gaming Ligari? expert, Destin Ligari. Okay, I'm, I want to make a gif out of that and send it to him so bad. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, so you were playing Injustice, and I assume you crushed him. I didn't crush him, but I, I definitely won. Destin. I know. Shame. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I went gaming expert because I wasn't even that good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> Still pretty delightful. Okay, so you tore, it, tore Destin up. I took. I, yeah, I took. I, yeah, I, I took Destin down. Okay. and that was after like the whole MLB the show thing. Yeah, and uh, but like Alexis was just like you know she was wearing a Karma. I remember the shirt Karma Dharma Zen, and I just like love that. I commented on, it, and she's just smiling, and you know she's just got that delightful energy. Yeah, and I knew that I was like a business. You know, I got. I was paid. I was paid to go like uh, do this, and by so I was like, you know, I was working, and I felt bad asking for a number. So I actually had my agent ask for her number. Oh no! What kidding. are you scribbling down over here? Oh, this just is a couple of notes for later. Uh, I don't know if I like this. Thing, I don't so. know if I like this. No, no, it's okay. So anyway, uh, which is kind of embarrassing that I didn't ask for a number myself. So you had your agent get the number of the nice girl you met at the office. Yeah. And I've never ever done that, but it was like, I've never asked for numbers when I'm like working, you know, so to speak. So, so you were just, I'm working. glad I did. Do you know why you asked the agent and not you? Like, was it just, well, because I was working, I felt like it was like unprofessional uh, to be like asking for numbers while I'm, okay. I don't know why, for whatever reason it made sense in my mind, but normally I've never done that. And I did it. Are you I'm shy glad I did. girls when you first meet them? Like, not really. No, no I'm pretty bold. Okay. I was pretty bold. Pretty I'm bold? not bold anymore. Yeah, but you were Because now then. it's just me and Alexis. Right, but before you were... I was very bold. Yeah. Okay. Too bold. I didn't like it. 
Oh. I'm way happier where I am now. Not timid. I was the opposite of timid. I was, I was, I was, oh, yeah, very, I would go for it. So your agent asked for a number. Yeah. And she gave it to him? She did. She did. But she thought it was like for like business or something. <laughs> she was confused. So how did she figure out that, uh, how did she I don't, I think Paul told her. I think I think Paul told her he was like no he like wants your number and like and then we were texting and I wanted to meet her for you know for coffee and uh you know and she wasn't really wanting to meet for coffee so soon but uh I convinced her because I was like leaving the next day as we always are yeah and so we got to meet up for coffee and dinner and and we made several you know we 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 stayed in touch throughout the whole road trip and you know So your first date was coffee yeah. First date was coffee. How'd it go? Coffee, dinner, sort of thing. Because it was late night. Yeah. What were you thinking? Like the first time you went on a date with her, what was it like? Um, you know, it was, she was showed up, which it was totally, you know, uh, what is the word? I can't think of it. Like foreshadowing. Uh, what is that? Where like, she was so late. I was sitting there for forever waiting for her. I was like, she stood me up. <laughs> she definitely stood me up. But she is so late for everything. And that's fine. I, I always tell her like, you know, wherever we're going that we have to leave 15 minutes earlier than we really do just so, cause I know she's going to be late. So I'll be right on time. So has she caught on to that yet? And now she's still like, like, do you have to keep pushing it back to half an hour? 45? No. Oh, okay. She hasn't caught on. She, if she watches this, she may catch, she may know your trick. Yeah, but she won't. She won't. Okay. <laughs> she might watch this. She might watch this, but she still won't catch the trick. All right. There we go. So the first date, she was late. You thought you were stood up. Were you? Were you sad? Were you mad? Were you? No, I was like, okay, you know, like you know, on you know, you just you, you keep going. You roll with the punches. <laughs> but I stayed. I was I was like about another five more minutes, and I was leaving. Yeah. And she showed up, and you know, we were just like, she was super shy. She was really reserved. She was like, I could tell she was like, who is this professional athlete? Like she didn't trust me. <laughs> And I wasn't sure about her. Like, I was like, is this too good to be true? She's so beautiful. Like, I wasn't sure how old she was. I thought she was too young. I was like, are you sure you're like, I wasn't sure. Like, you know, I didn't have anything. I didn't know how old she was. Right. And uh, fortunately, she's like a wonderful age. Like, we're kind of a really good balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't, didn't know if she was in a relationship, if she had, you know, whatever. Like, so there was all sorts of drama after that about figuring all that out. What was the first fascinating thing you learned about Alexis? Um, well, I, I think her job was fascinating. Oh, okay. Talk about that, please. Well, you know, like I was there, she was like putting makeup on us. She was doing all the camera stuff. She was like running us around IGN. I yeah. like, I love all the IGN people. She's got oh. so many cool friends. I really enjoyed being at IGN. It's like, it's like my, uh, heaven IGN. So no kidding. yeah, I mean, it's like all y'all, y'all have all the cool art and gamer stuff and it's like, y'all cover all the stuff that I love. So yeah, I really enjoy it. It's a groovy place to work. I, I, the people at IGN are extraordinary. Uh, the folks that are there now, the folks that have been there, the, the people who work there now have opened so many doors for me and made things great. The kind of funny guys are great. That just this whole, yes, they are. Really? Love, love the kind of, funny oh, guys. There they were, we go. they were all IGNers at the time. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. I, I kind of, uh, I was in like one of their first videos. If you no don't kidding. remember. Alexis and Tim rapping. Oh, I forgot about that. You were in that. Oh my gosh. I had completely forgotten about that. Kind of launched kind of funny. And now, now you're married. Uh, now I'm married. Now I'm married. Do you feel different? Now we are married. Uh, no. No. It's really the same as what the way we were before, other mm-hmm. than the two things that we say is different is first off, uh, we have to wear rings. I have to wear a ring around everywhere. That's mm-hmm. the only, that's a big difference. And the second difference is 
if we happen to get pregnant, it's going to be a celebration and not a oh no. <laughs> Did, was it going to be an oh no before? Well, I mean, I don't know if it'd be an oh no, but it's an oh no if you're not married. Yeah, your family wouldn't be happy about it, or would it make you nervous? Or? They wouldn't be. No one. Uh, no, it, it was. We weren't. You know, and we're not planning on that. We know that that's like the next question and the whole marriage process. They're all like, right. we want you to have kids. And everyone's like, when's kids? And, uh, but now like, we're not like trying or anything, mm-hmm. but, uh, if that were to happen, it would be a celebration. What's it like with your in-laws? Uh, they're awesome. Yeah. They're amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Her family is so cool. So I'm running in, I, I get, you know, it's, yeah, they're just super helpful, super fun, funny, great to be around. Like I love them. Let me ask you this. Um, what is the biggest surprise about falling in love with this woman? Uh, there's really no surprises. No kidding. Okay. No surprises. She, you know, what you see is what you get. We both are kind of open books. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's something to celebrate, you know? I mean, yeah. It sounds like the two of you are kind of made for each other. And, and that's lovely. It feels like it. That's we, we're, we're, I'm happy. I'm happy. Well, I think uh, I think that's a good time to move on to the second part of the show. Thank you so much for telling us about the person you're most thankful for. Is there anything you want to say about Alexis before we move on that you haven't said? Um, you know, there's a lot that I could say about Alexis that I haven't <laughs> said. Anything <laughs> you want to tell? <laughs> you know what? No, she's just. Uh, I'm very lucky, very fortunate. Um, she, you know. She expands who I am, um, pushes me to you know to new heights and to be a better person in all avenues of life. So um, I'm very thankful for that. And I do think that it's it's very powerful to not only be like I'm thankful for her, but why am I thankful for her? I'm you know like if you want to like experience the power of gratitude, which I think mm-hmm. is one of the most powerful things ever. It's like you want to feel it, and and the why is just because of you know her smile, her laughter, her acceptance. Her, um, you know, her strength, Yeah. her, um, you know, just pushing me to be a better person. You know, a, a wise person once said that smart men marry smarter women. And I think I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I'll leave well, it at that. I'll leave well it at said, that. Well said, Andrew. Well said. We're going to take a second here to thank our Patreon producers. Uh uh, tonight, Robert Nieder and Nick Rie, uh, those are our Patreon producers. Their generous support help makes helps make the show possible every month. And uh, you can, too, on Patreon.com slash Jared Petty if you'd like to support us there. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, you can also mail us your thank you stories at mail at PocketsFullOfSoup.com. That's mail at PocketsFullOfSoup.com. We like to read people's little thank yous and the things that the, the people they're thankful for in their lives, the, the things that have happened to them here on the show. We usually do that in kind of the ending segment. So if you want to have yours uh, read, please uh, send us a story about someone you're thankful for. Uh, now, we're moving on to instant noodles. Instant you, noodles. Instant. Are you ready for instant noodles? Uh, I'm getting kind of hungry. All right. Well, instant noodles <laughs> is kind of the... Did you ever see that Friends episode with the lightning round? Like, Ross pulls the thing out and is like, the lightning round. I haven't seen that. No, I haven't seen that one. Okay. So, instant noodles is the lightning round of Pockets Full Soup. Just a few silly questions we want your opinion on. Are you ready, Hunter? I'm ready. All right. Number one. What is best sandwich? What is best sandwich? What is best sandwich? Turkey bacon ranch. Turkey bacon ranch. Ooh, good choice. Why why do you love the turkey bacon ranch? I don't know. No, you don't know, but you like to eat it. I do. I like I like turkey sandwiches. Okay, now you're a you're a paleo eater, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So how's how's the sandwich part work out with with? Uh, you can't eat the bread, so I don't really get a ton of sandwiches. Okay, but when you do, do you, do you treasure a sandwich when you get it now, or? Um, you know what? I treasure any any food that I get to eat. So are you I, are you a food guy? Uh, I wouldn't call myself a foodie, but I enjoy I enjoy eating. Mm-hmm. Food is more of a job for me. For the most part, I just want to eat healthy. Okay. But I do like to find healthy, good food. Okay, that makes sense. When it came to adjusting your life to being more healthy uh, in eating, like how, how did that work for you? I mean, what point in your life did food become part of your vocation? <laughs> like when I was like 12. Really? Okay. I stopped like, there was like a good 12-year period I didn't drink sodas. Okay. And I was very strict about a lot of things. So uh, I'll have sodas from time to time now. And um, I'm a lot easier about a lot of that stuff. But all things in balance is kind of my, my philosophy. Okay. Hunter, at what point, like growing up, that, that this is a question I want to ask you. At what point, you said from about 12, you really started paying attention to what you ate. When did you begin to realize that what you do now might be a real possibility for you? Like when did you realize that your talent, your ability, and your effort were meeting at a place that was exceptional among the people around you? So I never really had that um, realization. I had a moment, I think it was like my junior year of high school, where I made a decision that I was going to do everything I could to play as long as I could. So it was just like I was all in to play baseball as long as I could. I was going to – like that was going to be my main focus. Okay. And I was like my junior year of high school, and I just was like I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to you know eat right. I'm going to run. I'm going to you know, I'm gonna hit. I'm going to throw. I'm going to do everything I can to play as long as I can. Mm-hmm. What was your first minor uh, minor league team? I'm trying to remember. My first minor league team? Yeah, where where did you start? Um, it was in it was the Tri City Valley Cats in Albany, New York. Albany, New York. Okay, and what they were a farm team for? Who at that point was that the Astros? The Astros. Okay, they were an Astros farm team. So you were in the farm system for the Astros the whole time. Yes. Okay, so in the Sally, you played in the Sally League for a couple of years. Where where would that have put you? Half a year, uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. Okay, so you were Lexington. I, the Hickory Crawdads were were my hometown baseball team. They were Sally League. So I wondered. All right. Uh, what's the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the sound of your own voice? Um, there's no word that comes to mind. No? You see yourself in an interview? You don't You don't hear a word? I mean, I don't have like a word that comes to mind. I'm just like listening. I'm like, that goofy, that guy's goofy. <laughs> goofy. <laughs> I guess goofy would be the word. What's, uh, um, what's your favorite word? I don't really have a favorite word. No? Um... You know, love's a good word. Happy, fun, joy, faith. Uh, these are good words. Those are words that I enjoy. Single, powerful, positive words. Yeah, I like I like that. I like serenity. I like, you know, tranquility, peace, balance. Balance is a good one. You're really... Harmony. You're a nice dude, Hunter. Thank you're you. You're a really nice that's a, dude. It's a very nice comment from you, Jerry. <laughs> I like being a nice dude. That's a goal. No, you really are. Uh, if you could travel through time and meet any one person, who would it be? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Yeah. What do you want to talk to Babe Ruth about? I don't know. Um, his his mentality, uh, you know, any any tips on baseball, on life? Because he just had like a charisma about him, a, a childlike love. And like he just seemed to, um, you know, he, he seemed to have a way with the media. He seemed to have a way with, uh, you know, the nation to make people love baseball and to make them passionate about it. And uh, I'd just like to ask him if he had any, you know, any – wisdom or knowledge to share about that okay what do you about what time in his career would you like to meet him if you were gonna travel in time to see him um you know probably some of his heydays is of hitting you know when he's at the top of his game yeah i mean yeah i don't know that exact dates or whatever i've right. read his biography but uh i don't really like follow dates that no well. i just wondered about what point yeah so yeah, right just when he was, when he was winning a couple of world series and stuff with uh the yankees probably all right 
which favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh, good choice. It's a pro move. You're a, food, you're a foodie, huh? You have a lot of questions about well, look food. Look at me. I, I'm not a foodie. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a blimp. Uh, no, I, no. I, I talk about food too It's much. like Winnie the Pooh. You're just happy, you know? You're just... Uh... <laughs> I'm actually losing weight right now, Yeah, you do look slow. skinny. I'm working you look skinny. It's still, I'm still far too heavy. But, uh, okay, well, that, you're doing good. I've noticed you were skinnier when I saw you. I'm working on it. It's, 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 up, it's hard to change a lifetime of bad habits. Well, what are you doing that you've changed? Well, the first thing I began was, uh, was simply... Uh, two things. One, I changed a lot of the kinds of food I was taking into my body. Uh, I made tremendous changes regarding uh, things like processed sugar and stuff like that that were coming in. The second was I began caloric uh, counting and making sure I was getting proper amounts of fiber, green vegetables, things like that in my diet, greatly reducing carbohydrate intake, um, keeping a fastidious count on daily calories and trying to stick to that, um, avoiding binge eating when I was depressed, um, uh, avoiding the, the 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 great evil of processed sugar at, at all costs, uh, exercising more. Um, and that's a lot. To, trying to eat smaller amounts in greater frequency instead of larger amounts at lesser frequency. That's basically everything that you possibly can do. That's what I'm trying to do, but it's it's still slow, and I don't always succeed. Uh, you know that there's uh, those are, those are the intentions, those are the goals. But um, it's getting there. I'm working. Yeah, if you do all that, you're going to be in great shape in no time. Working on it. Good, well, thank you. Good, good luck. Thank you, Hunter. Oh, you make me happy. Um, you're very encouraging. I appreciate that. Um, who was your first kiss? I don't remember. No? Don't remember? No. Don't remember your first kiss? I don't. My first kiss, I, I remember. I'm gonna, well, I'm going to save that for a later show. So, do you, remember, uh, do you remember your first good kiss? No. First bad kiss? No, they're all, they were all good. <laughs> they're all good. <laughs> I've had some lousy ones. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, but that was kind of my fault. I think I think I remember there was one I had. I was l- moving from Waxahachie to Arlington. Okay. And I had a girl that I always had a crush on, and we were had like a field trip or whatever. And I think I gave her. I was so scared. I was like in the fourth grade, and I gave her a peck on the cheek, and I felt like the man. Wow. I think her name was Samantha. Samantha. I don't remember. But what's crazy is I ran into her again. Like the la- the next time I saw her, we were at a college party at. Texas Tech. Okay. And I, th- I think she had a, was married or something, maybe married her boyfriend, but it was like so wild to see her again. I was like, whoa. Wow, you're that girl I gave a peck on the cheek that time. Uh, but it was a big deal to me at the uh, time. You how know? old do you think you were? I was in the, it was like the fourth grade. Fourth grade. Okay. I wondered about that. Um, what's the time? The next kiss was like another two years after that. Wow. Something like that. Fourth, it wasn't until like the sixth grade. That's an exciting time of life. You're just like, wow, there's a whole world of things out here I don't understand. <laughs> it is an exciting time of life. What's the uh, what's the time in your life you laughed the longest? I don't really know. I have a lot of times that I'm laughing a lot. Can so, you tell us about one good time that uh, you remember a great laugh? There was a good laugh when uh, at my bachelor party just recently with one of our good friends. His name is Ryan Patterson, mm-hmm. and we call him Patty for Patterson. You right. know, Krabby Patty. Krabby Patty. We made like a dance to it. Oh, like Krabby Patty, Krabby Patty. We'd all start <laughs> cheering and dancing, and like we were playing a game of like we were playing like a game of citadels. Which I don't know if you know citadels. I know citadels. Yeah. And like everyone was learning the game in the first round, the assassin came up first, okay. and he was reading them off all the heroes. JP. 
And you have no idea what anyone picked. And like the seventh one is like architect. And he's like, uh, you know, he's going through and he's like bishop and merchant and architect. And he's like, I assassinate the architect. And you're not supposed to say anything when you get assassinated. And as soon as that happened, uh, Ryan goes, man, you held up on architect. You did that on me. He like blew up and we were like, Krabby Patty? And like, it was just like. Can you everyone. sing the Krabby Patty song one more time? It's like, you got to have like a stomp. It's like a Krabby Patty. Krabby Patty. Krabby Patty. Pinch, well, you get your pinchers out. Krabby Patty. Krabby Patty. It's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. What's, um, what's the most terrifying creature in the natural world? What's a creature that terrifies you? You know, I don't really want to be messing with any of the any creatures of the sea. Yeah? I'm not really terrified, but I just don't want to be messing with any sharks. Yeah? You don't mess uh, with them? Or whales. I don't, I don't really have any desire to be messing with them. Let's talk about each of So sharks you don't want to mess with because... They may bite me. I don't know. What about whales? Oh, they're just big and slimy and I, they're massive. Yeah. Why would I want to be messing with a whale? So you wouldn't like go scuba like diving? Because like, if you're in the water, I just feel like you don't have like your functionality of like on Earth. Like you know, you see some animal on Earth. You know, I feel like you got a fighting chance. You can like throw some punches. You can act dead. You can you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. Mm-hmm. When you're in the water, it's it's their world. It's a whole different world. You know, you're at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like that. At, that disadvantage. All right. So it's whales, sharks. Okay. Hippopotamus. You know, I mean, oh. that's hippos. I heard they're dangerous. They are very dangerous. Uh, yeah, they're extreme. They kill a lot of people. They're in the water, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, they're very territorial. Um, there's stories of hippos biting people in half. Exactly. That's extraordinary. It's like, but they're very aggressive, yeah. Uh, neat animals, but terrifying. All right, so water creatures in general. Nice. Do you swim in the ocean? Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll boogie board. You boogie board, but I don't go swimming in like the deep ocean. I no. go like just where the waves are. You know, it's over there in the shallows, and that's kind of it. You're not you're stay, staying off that drop off. Yeah, I call that wisdom, my friend. I'm terrified I, of the ocean. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, it's just it's, we're smart people here. We're we're making good decisions, making good choices. Uh, cake or pie? Pie. Pie. Well, no wait, cake, <sighs> cheesecake. Ooh, cheesecake, the cake that's almost a pie. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So cheesecake, that's pro. I wasn't, because I was thinking, I was putting cheesecake in the pie category, and then I was like, wait, that's a cake, I think. Okay, so cheesecake on, uh, again, you take very good care of yourself. So is it like a super special treat? or? or... Yeah, I mean, it's few and far between. Few and far between. When's the last cheesecake you had? I know they, they had some whenever Alexis was on her birthday, because mm-hmm. that's what she wanted, but I didn't get any. It's been a long time. Okay. Did you guys have cake at your wedding? We did. I had a bite of that cake. You had a bite of that cake. Just kind of seal the ritual there? Yeah. yeah. I, I got it smashed in my face. Oh, oh she, she smashed it in your face? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. You Plus, got to. No, sh- did you smash it in hers? No. Oh, my. I smashed it in my wife's face at our wedding. And oh, you did? never forgiven me. Yeah, I was smarter than that. Yeah, I knew we were smarter than that. It was a poor decision. <laughs> you on don't part. do that. You so don't do that. So she smashed it. Did she get you good? Like, or... I actually let her do it. I was like, come on, you got to smash me. Right. And then, yeah, she got me good. I had a towel. It tasted <laughs> good. It was fun. Did everything go well? Like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a minister. I've done a lot of weddings. And generally, in my experience, even at the best weddings, something goes wrong. I've been at a wedding where a dog ran away with rings. I, I was at a wedding where the where the uh, bride slapped the groom across the face in the middle of the vows. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a weird story. But did did everything go well? Like for the most it? part, 
Yeah, nothing. You know, to I can't. I can't, I can't. Um, you know, give too many details about the wedding. Okay, it's all top secret. Oh, top secret wedding. Okay. You know, wow. top secret. secret. All right, something like that. But uh, yeah, you know, well, you know, there's uh, everything went pretty smooth. There were some little things that you know can't really talk about, but nothing, nothing serious. It was all. It all came together and okay. uh, was was enjoyable. That's that's wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. That nothing went too wrong. It's uh, yeah. Weddings are joyful, but people have the you know. There's such expectations around them. There was nothing as like I didn't get slapped or they get slapped. Okay, you know, that's good. We had a wonderful. By the end of the night, we had had more fun than I've ever had in my. It was crazy. It was oh, the wow. best day of my life. Did anybody catch fire? No one caught fire that I knew of. That's excellent. At our wedding, that's there might have been someone to catch fire somewhere else, but not at but our. But not wedding. at your wedding. <laughs> This is a question uh, just for you, um, because you're kind of in a unique position in life, and I think it'd be interesting for for our viewers and listeners to know. Um, so I've been to the stadium in San Francisco, watched you play before, uh, and you know I go down to the gift shop, and there's like a little, it's not Lego, but it's like a, a pseudo Lego-ish looking brand, and there's like a tiny little you in there, a whole bunch of them. What's it like to walk into a room, because most human beings are never going to have this experience, and have hundreds of plastic reproductions of yourself staring at you. What's that like? Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, is it cool? I mean, I mean, yeah. Just you could imagine. It's just you can you can basically have that experience by just imagining that that was you instead of me. <laughs> it's like hey, because it's just I, like a little Lego man. It's not you. No, it's like oh, that's so cool. I love Legos. That's so nice of them to do that. Mm. You know, like what if there were you instead of me? How would you feel? Oh, that's a good point. Think about it. I probably honestly. I mean, I'd love to be a little Lego man, but right? if, oh, yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Or it's awesome. It'd be a little, it'd be a little like, bobbling me, kind of like a bobblehead. Yeah, the bobbleheads are, I had a bobble body. That was pretty funny. They've done some funny things That's with exciting. me. Do you have a favorite like you that anybody's ever made? I think the scooter bobblehead was really cool. Um, people, a lot of people really liked the the weird uh, Pence on the Fence instead of Elf on the Shelf. I haven't seen the Pence on the Fence. It's really creepy. It's got like a horrible <laughs> picture of me, some weird curly hair. <laughs> It's like a creepy face with my eyes like way too wide, and uh, but people like loved it. Um, well, so you get teased a lot about crazy eyes, right? The, yeah, the Pence gnome. I mean, they've done some really cool ones. I've been very lucky. The Giants have uh, they've done some funny stuff with me. Yeah, yeah. Strange. Uh, you know what? What is it you call me? Strangely wonderful. There's yeah, so yeah, yeah. A lot of my stuff is strange, but wonderful. You are really. I. I. It's fun being around you. You exude energy. You're extraordinarily friendly. I'm not trying to butter you up here. You're just a nice dude. But I like how comfortable you are with yourself. It's. It's very rare. I don't think a lot of people that comfortable with themselves. Thank you. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I appreciate there's, it. It's no very nice of you. That comes with it. It's just no. It's just the way you are. It's nice being around you. Uh, two more questions. All One, right. Uh, another famous Hunter Pence's number. The Hunter Pence signs. Um, Hunter Pence signs, uh, people may not be familiar with them, but people uh, at uh, opposing stadiums uh, or fans of other teams will have little signs that say goofy things. And generally what I've seen are pretty good natured. Um, yeah, for the most part. You know, like Hunter, Hunter Pence can't parallel park or Hunter Pence likes Godfather 3. I think those are a couple. Those are a couple that, uh, of the staples that yeah. started it. Right. So I want to ask you, um, what's your favorite Hunter Pence sign? You know, I get asked that a lot, and there's just been so many, and and I I get a good laugh out of a lot of good ones, mm -hmm. and then I for, forget them. But you know, a couple that come to mind is Hunter Pence is all about the treble, because at the time it was when that was popular, it was like Hunter, you know, I'm all about that bass, about yeah. that pace, no treble. That was a good one. That's Hunter delightful. Pence is all about the treble. Um, Hunter Pence says I love you on the first date. Hunter Pence picks the hamburger in the hot dog race. Um, so those are just a few. If you were uh, if you're gonna make one for yourself, what would it say? I 
can't really. All right. I don't yeah. really know any. Yeah. Uh, at the, off the top, that's a tough. It's tough to be that creative. Mm-hmm. Last one. Uh, I always ask this of, of guests. Uh, what's one question you have for me? You want to ask? On the I've show? already asked you a couple questions. No, you've asked a few, but I had a good time. You, you need. A, you need another one. I don't. Yes. You I need another question. Uh, what is your favorite game ever played? Oh, like video game? Or? Any any game, board game, video game. Um, what is the best, ga- greatest game of all time? Uh, Sid Meier's Pirates, um, uh, the 1987 version, and probably the 1990 or so port by Rare, published by Ultra Games in America, which was Konami. Uh, it's a sand- it's still the best sandbox game anyone's ever made. It's all about exploring the Caribbean, and it all changes between every game, and you just do whatever you want. It lays out this beautiful world of things you want to do and it's like just do what you like and everything is fun that you do in that game uh i have played i may very well played a thousand hours of pirates in my life wow is it like civilization because it's a sid myers no that's what makes it great it's not at all it's not turn-based it's it's all real-time controls very simple you can play the whole game with a with a joystick and two buttons um and it's like sword fighting and attacking forts and conquering cities, but it's not like moving armies. It's just like you and your ship and you sail it around and get into a cannon duel with another ship. And then you board them and then you sword fight the captain and then you decide whether to take the ship or, and you rearm it and you go into a port and you take over the port. And then you have to go like rescue the governor's daughter and find your lost family and search for buried treasure. And it's, it's all very arcadey. But you're making important decisions constantly, but all those decisions are made at like the press of a button. There's not a lot of like logistical frustration, even though there's so much depth under the surface. Hmm. It's a really This was done in 87? By 87, yeah, by, by Sid Meier. And, wow. Uh, I've never uh, even heard of this game. Oh, it's a great game. Uh, I, I'll get you. I'll find you a, cop, a copy of the NES version, which is the best version. Uh, all right. I'll get you one. I, uh, we can make that happen. Absolutely. Hunter, thank you. Um, thank you for doing this. Uh, this little show is just kind of an effort on my part to bring a little bit of a message of positivity to the world. Kind of Mr. Rogers or Bob Ross up adulthood in my own tiny, cheesy, terrible lighting, terribly scented little way. Um, you can't be that hard on yourself. This is great. It's It's simple, you know, basic and simple is sometimes, you know, magnificent. Well, that, that fits you. You are not, you're definitely not simple, but you like, you, you fit this well. Thank you for it. Can I tell people how, how we met? Uh, yes, you can tell okay. them that. So yeah, I, I was uh, asleep after an office Christmas party at the time that my wife was in the hospital um, and everyone had encouraged me, hey, just go to the party. So I did and I didn't want to go home alone. Uh, and she was asleep at the hospital. So at that point, there was no point in going over yet. I was going to go over there again the next morning. So instead of going back to my empty apartment, I just slept at IGN, the night of the Christmas party. About 2 o'clock in the morning, the door to the demo room where I'm asleep bursts open. And in come a bunch of my friends and professional baseball star Hunter Pence. And they're all... They, I'm just like, huh? And they're like, yeah, we're going to play Smash Brothers. And suddenly there's eight-player Smash going on. And it's exciting and wonderful. And you're really good at Smash. And uh, tearing me up as I endeavor and fail <laughs> to play Pac-Man. And your wife-to-be introduced us that night. And you were just so congenial and so kind. Um, it was really a lot of fun. And then the cops got called. And us? Yeah, remember they thought that somebody broke into the oh, building? I don't remember and that. And a bunch of San Francisco Police Department officers showed up. 
and you got pictures with them outside the uh, uh, outside in front of the IGN sign, and then they called like other cops, like, "Hey, Hunter Pence is here." <laughs> you don't remember this? Yeah, that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, that's what happened. So, anyway, that was fun. Hunter, thank you for doing. It was this. a great party. It was a great time and really good to wake you up to play Smash. It was fun. It's great to be wake up, woken up to play <laughs> Smash. So, thank you, friends. Thank you so much. Once again, mail at pockets full of soup with your stories. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And until next time, bless you, and I hope you have a great day.